you're watching Celtic Fans TV, please don't forget to click subscribe below. What's happening folks? Welcome back to Celtic Fans TV. It's full-time reaction to Celtic 2, Rangers 1 at Celtic Park. I've got Darren and Martin with me to go over, Martin, what was a predictably frantic, stressful, entertaining 90 minutes, I thought, and a huge, huge win for us. I thought I thought stressful at times, but I also felt really relaxed in, in mm. periods of the game. In the first half, I thought we were a better team, albeit Rangers did have a, had a spell. But when you're playing a game like that, it's really, really difficult to dominate for the full 90 minutes. So I thought, you know, they had their, their short period in the first half, but equally we were the better team, albeit they had a couple of really, really good chances. Mm. But so did we. And I thought we were the better team in the first half. Um, it's probably the best way to sum it up. And of course, we get we get the goal as well. Good um, goal, good strike for Bernardo. Good, really great, good strike. Great strike. I, I was a wee bit unsure, you know, trying to predict the starting lineup. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm not so sure about Bernardo yet. You know, I'm still, he's brought something to the team, but. I just am a big, big fan of Hitati and I'm thinking, oh, play Hitati, play Hitati. And of course, he goes with Bernardo and he scores a goal. And I'm thinking, what did I know? You know, what a, what a great decision. Of course, the manager knows best. That second half was as one-sided as I've seen for a long, long time. And you look at, you know, the, the context of the overall game, Celtic were miles ahead of Rangers today. Miles ahead. And of course, you're nervous because you're so emotionally attached to the game and you fear the worst. And sometimes we can be our biggest critics and our biggest cynics, you know, and we just pile on incredible amount of pressure on ourselves. And when things are going wrong, because we're so passionate and emotionally attached to the team and the club, we just, we overreact, mm. right? And, and I happen to be uh, lucky enough to be sitting among some of the players today, and I'll no name who I was sitting talking to, but they were saying exactly that. Sometimes, you know, one defeat or two defeats and the world ends, and it does in our world to yeah. some extent, right? I yeah. mean, reality is there's things far more important in a game of football, right? But it just feels like there's been a massive overreaction from the fans. You know, the world's ended, the team's rubbish. Except, I mean, you can keep going on and on and on about all the things that have been said about this team. We are miles ahead of Rangers, miles ahead. And we need to keep remind ourselves of that. And by Paul's expression, he disagrees, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's not a good Rangers team, right? And it's not a good Celtic team either, right? But it's not a good Rangers team. Right? They never scored against us in the first goal at Ibrox. Tavernier got his, you know, he scores with penalties and free kicks, and he's quite good at penalties and free kicks. Let's give the guy a bit of credit, albeit I'm sure we'll come to the near post and could, could and should we have done better, right? But they... They were miles behind us today. We were by far the better team over the 90 minutes. And I come away from that feeling much better about, about Celtic, <laughs> about life, about just, you know, in general, that's just lifted my mood big time. And it's kind of confirmed what I knew all along. But what happens is, regardless whether you're anti-Celtic and you're pro-Rangers or whatever, right, forget your allegiances. When a team's dominating for so, so long, and Celtic have dominated for a long, long time now, everybody wants that team to be knocked off their perch, right? Even if, even if you're neutral, you want somebody else to win. And the only people on Celtic keep winning is Celtic. So what happens is, when another team comes along, they're doing quite well. How well they're doing gets exaggerated. And that's what's been happening with Rangers. You know, they're great. You know, the last manager was the Messiah. He was this brilliant manager. Look what happened. This next guy, guess what? He's the Messiah. Mm. And these players that they bring in, they're, you know, Cantwell. He's a superstar. He's this and he's that, you know. And then, of course, when we don't do quite so well, that gets exaggerated as well, right? Now, I'm not in denial that we've not been playing well and the results have been great. But it just gets exaggerated times 10 and it makes, it makes the situation feel far worse for us and far better for them. Today was a reality check for Rangers. We are miles ahead of them. Mm. Aye, Dan, I thought we started the game well. It was so important to get the first goal in this game as we talked about before it in the build-up. I thought it was relatively even the first half. We were we were the better team for 25, 30 minutes. I thought Rangers finished half much stronger. Um, Joe Hart had to make a save. Um, but I thought generally 
we were in control just up to that last 10-15 minutes of the first half Aye and you've got to give individually the players a bit of credit as well guys like Taylor who's been getting a hell of a lot of stick recently Stood up well today. thought it was fantastic yeah. today yeah. until they went off I thought Stephen Welsh was amazing mm. Naroki when he came on brilliant scales mm. brilliant and particularly in the midfield McGregor just again he knows how to play Excellent. against Rangers it's, when Excellent. the game's open and Rangers press you he's so experienced at putting himself in those positions where he just knows how to create and with O'Reilly playing in front of him and Bernardo there as well the midfield three I think were the key to us in that first half and getting taking the lead as well because in all honesty to be critical not be critical but just say the two wingers probably didn't have their best game today that's probably not harsh of me to say yeah. but that's alright because I thought for once whereas when we play against the low block the only real chance you can build is through the wide areas mm. and then you rely heavily on Maeda and, and Palma but this game of the day we built a lot through the middle and that's when O'Reilly and Bernardo really shone mm. I'm quite amazed as well to get a, a goal for a corner again that's that's too, I, know, I know it's a rebound but yeah, still yeah. from a second I'll take it absolutely <laughs> absolutely and I thought um, Kyogo to his credit again just what a goal to start the second half on, on his weaker left foot amazing again just knows how to play against Rangers I thought he had a quiet first half maybe one moment in the first half with the ball came out over Goldson's head and he went in but I think Goldson's physical presence behind him just put him off enough to, to take on the shot but you know, that second half, he just gets the ball from O'Reilly, brilliant through ball from O'Reilly, and, and the finish is, is, is worthy to win, win a game of this mm. magnitude. The, the only disappointing thing maybe you could say as well in the second half is that we didn't maybe kill the game off better, mm. because when, when Balogun gets sent off, you're thinking that's a centre-half, you see Lundstrom drop back to centre-back, and now you're thinking that that midfield area is going to be overloaded with Celtic. To an extent it was, we kept possession, we didn't look in danger at anything but there's always a risk when you play against somebody like James Tavernier as as Martin said he's he's deadly from, from a set piece so you know he got one free kick hit pretty poor and then he got that other free kick and you know, he scored a free kick here before so unfortunately I just kind of made the last 10 minutes really nervy and and you know the fans they so much added time so much added time 8 minutes and then there was in those 8 minutes there was injuries and stuff so it just felt like forever but again you've got to credit the, the mentality of the team the, the discipline just because it was just a, it was a basketball game at the end, wasn't it? Like, mm. throw-ins, Rangers at Conor Goldson was just putting the ball, trying to win headers, and it just became, all tactics just went out the it window at the end, and it came yeah. scrapping, just came down to, to probably who wanted it more in the end, mm. and I think, you know, 2-1 kind of does Rangers a bit of credit, but I'm not saying we deserve to win 4-5-0, but the way we managed the game throughout, as Martin says, we were a better team, and we, we deserved to win a game. Aye, we did deserve to win it, Martin. I thought Callum McGregor, who Darren mentions there, was absolutely phenomenal. I thought he dragged the team kicking and screaming almost to win that at the time the second half where I think it's Sterling that's on the ball and he's driving through midfield it's late in the game McGregor must be tired he would not let him go he, he, he stayed for pace with him for 20-25 yards won it back I thought that summed up his whole performance he was everywhere in the first half he was getting on it driving forward beating players um, eliminating Rangers midfield players I thought he'd brilliant all afternoon. I thought one of the things I noticed about him today when there was breaks in play, he was very, very vocal. And you could see it, not just, you no, know, because he's, he's no one that shouts and screams, but you could see it with his body and his pointing and he's, he's dictating to players. And you could see the players listening as well, because sometimes when you're on the field, the players are instantly on when Taylor's giving Mikey Johnson a, a hard time. And Mikey Johnson, you can tell, was a wee bit like, you know, who do you think you are speaking to me like that, that type of thing. But when Carl McGregor was talking, you could tell the players were all attentive, they're all listening to what he was saying, mm. and he showed some real leadership qualities. He finds energy sometimes. I mean, again, he's one of those that's came under a bit of criticism because he's not playing those perfect passes, he's not scoring the goals, mm. and sometimes he's had to dig deep to cover for those round about him who've been <laughs> underperforming. But today, I just thought his energy levels were superb. You know, you've seen the likes of Lundstrom who got taken off, 
uh, Cantwell again who got taken off. You've seen that they were kind of deflated and their heads were down, although they, were, they still had that work ethic they were trying, they just didn't have that extra bit of um, energy that Cal McGregor brings. He was all over the pitch, and as I say, it, it wasn't just his individual performance, it was how he got the best out of players around the mountain today that was really, really impressed by. And I thought O'Reilly as well, I know Dan talked about a lot of the play going through the middle. I thought, you know, Bernardo was good, O'Reilly was good. Obviously, McGregor was good, and we didn't necessarily have to rely on the width. At times, early in the game, we were getting the ball out wide, but it was just a stretch, it wasn't, and create a bit of space in the middle. And I thought at times that worked. Maeda still looks like he's, he's working his way back, and you know, a lot of times he, he didn't win the ball, but he worked hard, he worked tirelessly. And, and I, I do think that Palmer at times looked really, really dangerous. You wanted him to get the ball, when he got the ball, you thought, I don't know if he's going inside or outside, I don't know if he's going to shoot, he's going to pass. I thought for spells in the first half, he was very good, but he faded in the game. Yeah. It was interesting to see that the, the top three got changed, you know, the, the whole top yeah, three, not yeah. really sure it made a difference, a positive difference. Yeah, I don't think so. But maybe the right thing to do is just to give us a bit more a bit more energy. Yeah. Dan, the winning goal, you mentioned it briefly, but <coughs> Kyogo's again coming for a bit of stick. He's been going through bad form, no doubt about that, but I said, doubt him at your peril. And in these big games, he's, he's done it time and time again against Rangers. That goal today, we'll, we'll talk about that for decades, that goal. Aye, especially because it's a, a winning goal as well. I mean, maybe if it was 2 3 0, you would always just count it as Kyogo doing what he normally does. But now, when you look back on it, one, two, five years from now, you look at it as that's the winning goal and, and a big game that ultimately could decide where the title goes. So, again, massive credit to him. And like he says, it has been so long confidence. We, we spoke about it at, at Dundee when he missed a really big chance. But you know, that's what great strikers do. They go through bad spells. As, as Martin said at the start, teams go through bad spells, players go through bad spells. But you know there's a player in there. I don't like football cliches, but there is one that say you don't become a bad player overnight. Mm. You see Kyogo last season breaking all these records and getting played of the year. It's not an accident. He does that for a reason. Obviously, he's not firing all cylinders this season. You can blame his confidence or you can blame the system. That's fine. But ultimately, in a game like that, where the game's open and he's going to get chances, he's going to get space, which he doesn't usually get against other teams, you know, give him that half yard, they will score just as well. I thought um, it's going to do him really good for his confidence, but ultimately going forward, what, how many goes on now? Ten? Something like Ten. Yeah, yeah. I think it's important as well that if he, if he doesn't score for a few games as well, we don't get carried away and put him yeah. back into this bracket that he's not a bad a, a good player anymore yeah. because we can be quite cynical at times as Celtic mm -hmm. fans. If someone has a one good game, they're the best player in the world. And if somebody has a bad game, uh, sorry, if they have a good game, they're the best player in the world. Right. If they have a bad game, they're the worst player in the world. Yeah. It's important not to think about that. You need to take it in context over a season. Yeah. He scored two really uh, important goals in the Champions League. Ultimately, on from that, doesn't really matter, but he's shown time and time again that he's a big, big game player. Aye, absolutely. Okay, another football cliche. It was a goal worthy of winning any match. Martin, absolutely brilliant. Um, man of the match today, so many contenders. McGregor obviously gets the sponsor man of the match. Um, I thought, I agree, the, the centre-halves were really good. Scales, Navrotsky when he came on, Welsh until he went off injured. Um, Taylor, Greg Taylor stood up really well. O'Reilly in the second half I thought was tremendous. Bernardo as well gets the goal. Um, so many contenders. Uh, can I just quickly say on Kyogo, so a few of touched base on this, didn't we, after the match, but there was a comment made by Chris Boyd. I know we're not here to talk about Chris Boyd or Rangers, we're here to talk about Celtic, but Chris Boyd made a very, very ignorant comment. I'm sure he doesn't watch Celtic fans TV, right? But, but, but we do <laughs> Certainly have, not the night. <laughs> we, do, aye, we do have a reasonably big audience, so you know, for anybody who's watching, whether you're a Celtic fan or not, Chris Boyd's comment during the week was out of order. Mm. Um, it was typical Chris Boyd. It was inaccurate. It was factually wrong. And for those that didn't hear it, he, he, he 
paid reference to the Shanklin goal was an excellent finish and said Kyogo couldn't score a goal like that. <laughs> Kyogo scored many goals like that. You scored know, a he, better one today. Uh, and, and he scored better ones in the past as well. You know, if you look at the number of goals he scored for Celtic and, and the variety and the type of goals that he scored as well, he's a sensational striker. And I, I mean, he said it at the time, and I listened to him saying it live, he was sitting with Neil Lennon, Neil Lennon's face at the time, but I thought to myself, it's not even correct. It's, mm. a, it's a stupid, stupid comment to make. And in the context of what they were talking about, Hibs and Hearts, why he was talking about Kyogo, I have no idea. Just trying to get a dig in. Narrow-mindedness to the extreme, right? Uh, obsessed with Celtic, so he is. So, Chris Boyd, I hope this gets back to you, right? And hope <laughs> somebody tells you what you're talking about today, right? You are an absolute idiot. And what a stupid <laughs> comment. Came back and to Kyo- bite him, Kyogo's it? goal was ten times better than Shanklin's goal. In the context of that game, the magnitude of that game, the importance of it, the pressure it's on Kyogo after the form he's been in, sensational. Mm-hmm. What a player he is, right? And yes, he's having a dip in form, but he's proven mm-hmm. during his time in Celtic what an asset he is for us. But I couldn't be more happy for him today. And the first person I thought about when the ball hit the back of the head was Chris White. <laughs> you know, just ignorance and how he's how he gets a job in Sky Sports. I have no idea with comments like that. Um, so yeah, I agree with you, Pollock. Man of match could have been a, a wide range of players. Yeah. Um, and I, and I think I agree with you that Cal McGregor, not just for his play, but just for his, his leadership qualities that he showed today. For, for, I know he got the man of the match with sponsors. For me, it would be Cal McGregor, definitely. Yeah. Darren. Um, just because you both said McGregor, I'll say O'Reilly, just to change things up a wee bit. Um, but the whole midfield three as, as a team were just superb today. So, um, unsung hero, Bernardo, two, two, goals in, uh, two goals in two games. Mm. Brilliant for him. Maybe that's, I know Hitati is obviously going to come back now, but he's done his, his chance in the team in the world are good but yeah. O'Reilly again just showing why he deserves to be looked at by teams like Inter Milan mm-hmm. and, and these Premier League teams biggest game of the, well the, one of the four biggest games of the season and he's, he's come up trumps today so O'Reilly for me Aye brilliant there you go that's it for full time reaction we'll see you in the pub for post match pint thank you <laughs>